0: Yay! (laughs) And Excellent. Hi! And welcome to Earworms.
1: I'm your co-host, Keegan. And I'm your co-host, Mimi. And this is the podcast for the things that you just can't get out of your head. What are we talking about today?
0: Uh, well, this week we got some cool, interesting topics. Who went first last time? Was it me or you? Mm. Uh... Okay. In that case, uh, was, it, was
1: it was the last episode? Um, Tongue and the last ninja. It,
0: it may have been. I feel like there was something else.
1: In that, it's been a bit. Anyway, no, the last episode was Jester and a Murder.
0: Yeah, Jester and a Murder. I told about a funny guy. So let's have you start yes. this week then.
1: All right. So mine is um, mine something. <laughs> when you think. Of, like, Chernobyl and radiation and, like, nukes. What color do you think of?
0: Like, the radiation itself? Yeah. Um, either green because of comics, because, like, the Hulk is made out of radiation, or just, like, black and white, because I think it's, like, when a a nuclear facility, like, explodes, like, it's a bomb (laughs) that goes off, so, like, it's just ash covering everything is kind of what my mind goes to. All right. also, that is influenced by movies, so <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, there are a few people in this world who have had the unfortunate experience of being next to elements whenever a burst of radiation <laughs> has exploded.
0: <laughs> nice and fun topic today.
1: <laughs> no, it's really interesting, and those people could tell you it's the color green. Also, the Chernobyl reactor, I mean, it's the color blue. It's blue. It's blue, yes. Okay. And the Chernobyl reactors, if you like, go and look up a picture of them like I did, it's all blue. Blue. Do yeah, we know so why
0: it's blue? Is that just, like, for all reactors, or is it just, like, the plutonium it, or something? It's, like, it?
1: just the increase of, like, electrons and things in the air, okay. and so today we will be talking about that, and today we're actually going to be talking about something supernatural. <laughs> the demon core. What the? <laughs> that sounds
0: fun. What's a demon core?
1: <laughs> also known as Rufus. <laughs> Rufus?
0: <laughs> Well, I like Rufus. That's a lot better than Demon Core. So tell me about Rufus. Who is Rufus? What is Rufus?
1: All right. So this took place in 1946. So this all this story um, was kind of it was after the US bombed Hiroshima and Nagasaki. The US initially planned on dropping 3 nukes, but Japan surrendered after the second one. Yes. Um, so that third nuke that was going to be used, they scientists were like, "Hey, what if we experiment on this thing?" So they took it apart and they got to its plutonium core, and that is what was referred to as Rufus. And later in the story, you'll learn why it's called the Demon Core. Okay.
0: So, are they in every bomb like this? Then is there a Rufus in every bomb, or was this particular bomb's core called Rufus?
1: I cannot answer that question. I know for a fact this particular bomb's core was called Rufus. I know it was like the experiment name for this. Okay. So that's probably, it was only this one about. Okay. Sounds good. Tell me more. Rufus. Yes. And so the scientists, this all took place in New Mexico um, at a nuclear-like site. And so the scientists wanted to see like how far they could let's see, how far they could poke the bear really without the bear coming back at them. They wanted to test the limits of like plutonium and how far they could push it before it like, becomes truly unstable. Mm-hmm. And they had a, how I just refer to it as poking the bear, these scientists had a fun term to refer to this experiment. It was called tickling the dragon's tail.
0: Tickling the, dra- oh. tickling the dragon's tail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing that means it was dangerous for them to study this thing at all.
1: Yes. so reading into this, it's really interesting. So you know how, like, even in our simple biology lab we've taken this semester, anytime we, like, work with chemicals, we need to, like, wear eye masks. And, like, depending on the severity of something, maybe gloves or, like, a lab coat and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These scientists did not use any of those. <laughs> oh no.
0: Oh no. They got messed right up by Rufus, I bet. I bet Rufus went, "Hey, let me let me just go ahead and muddle your DNA a little bit."
1: Yeah, that's exactly what Rufus did. So there was one scientist his last name was Slotkin. Two scientists directly died because of Rufus and they both had kind of similar ex- experiments. One was named Slotkin, and he wanted to put, like, a half shell of beryllium, and this is, was referred to as a tamper, over the core, um, but not entirely over the core because he just, like, put a screwdriver in the middle so that way, like, electrons and neutrons could escape so it wouldn't become, yeah. like, too um, messed up. Um, and so he was able to do that experiment until he wasn't.
0: Oh. <laughs> Oh, Slotkin! 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 Oh, Slotkin! Yes. He's playing a funny prank.
1: His screwdriver slipped and the whole half shell went over the plutonium. And so this made it reach, what's the term? Like basically really high radioactivity. Critical
0: and, failure mode.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, and everyone in the room heard like a thud and then saw a flash of blue light. Um, and then he died? He's no, dead? It's, it's like, that's like Harry Potter. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lot I can have a Flash. And Slotkin can really quickly grab the screwdriver and put it back in its spot. And apparently once that had happened, he said, I can't remember the exact words, but he was well said, well, this does it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome. At least he knew it was coming. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, and whenever he grabbed that screwdriver, he felt like his right hand tingle a little bit. Um, everyone was rushed to the hospital. He was alive for nine days before he passed away. It, he had a kind of sucky thing where, like, he threw up on the way to the hospital. He threw up at the hospital. And there was one day where he, like, got better. And then he just went horribly worse. Yes. Um, and the term that they used, because his out- it was extreme radioactivity. His outsides were messed up. His insides were messed up. The term that yeah. they used was a three-dimensional sunburn is what happened to him. Ugh,
0: yeah. It makes sense. Like, it's just going to kind of liquefy everything. And make <laughs> it makes your cells not hold themselves together, right? I think
1: that's yeah, what it Yeah, he does. basically had, like, zero immune system because all his, like, white blood cells were basically gone al- with, along with his chromosomes. Yeah. And he just, he couldn't eat. He threw up. He Oof. couldn't, Yeah. Not very pleasant, and so that was the second incident that happened with Rufus, and that's what made it called the Demon Core. The first incident happened a a few months before. I do want to let you know, some people are suspicious about this, because both incidents happened on like the 21st of a month on a Tuesday. Mm. So people are like, oh, was it's it an supernatural.
0: Was it an accident or did <laughs> Yeah. Slotkin something interfere here.
1: Yeah, and Slotkin did try his best to like um monitor the accident. Once it happened, he tried using like a radiation detector to see how much radiation people had on them and like tried to test it on a Coca Cola bottle and a brush, but because <laughs> that detector was in the incident it was skewed because it also uh, had a button, so it
0: just read everything has radio radiation in it.
1: Yes, his whole body was around 2,100 rem of neutrons, gamma rays, and X-rays. Um, 500 rem is usually fatal for humans, so he was he was pretty high. Oh, and the thing that's interesting is like his hand turned blue, oh. and then his lips turned blue. So like he died, and his body was blue. So like that's a cool effect that kind yeah. of like, happens from that. Um, blue. <laughs> so that's a bit rough, and then. A month before there was a, or maybe it was a month after, one of the two. Nine months before, there was another accident that was kind of similar, except this scientist went whenever there was, like, no one around because he was just kind of running his own experiment. Not malicious or anything. They just didn't have, like, regulations or standards. Um, and he, like, tried to build a dome of, like, bricks of tungsten around it to do about the same experiment, but, like, it was more slowly with all the bricks of tungsten. Yeah. Um, and he saw that the levels of the core were getting kind of out of place, and so he went to remove the bricks of tungsten and dropped one on the core. Oh,
0: awesome! Yeah, tungsten, that super, super heavy metal, that's gotta be good for a radioactive bomb,
1: basically. Yeah, and so he had the same thing happen to him, that there was a thud, a flash of blue light, um, he passed away, there was a security guard who got, a uh, hit with radiation, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't, like, lethal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of the story of that. And then people like to skepticize and be like, oh, well that location's haunted just because there were a couple deaths there. But those deaths weren't, the the only two deaths that occurred due to the demon core were those two. And then everything else was just like, um, tractors being misused, someone falling off a horse, um, a suicide, four fatalities were just bad luck involving a group of janitors who shared wine that was laced with antifreeze. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, so just this whole team just basically was getting killed by the demon core named Rufus.
1: (laughs) Yes, Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the skepticism behind it, but yeah, so after the two deaths, they were like, let's just call Rufus the demon core. Nice. And that is all of that. And I was gonna share another one, but that one's a little bit more painful. And death it has to do okay. with radiation. I'll save that for next time. Okay.
0: So then, what? Where is Rufus then? Like, for, like radiation, like yes. nuclear matter doesn't really go away. Like it just kind of vibes forever. So where's Rufus now? Yes. Yeah, so where's he hanging out?
1: Yeah. And that is a great question. Um. So the plan initially was they were gonna take that core to the Marshall Islands and detonated in front of a lot of people as just... um, Hey, look what we can do! (laughs) Yeah, just a a site for something called like Operation Crossroads. Um, It was the first post-war series of nuclear tests. Mm -hmm. Um, So kind of like a, hey, look what we can do, America, type of thing. But because of those two deaths and deeming that it was too dangerous to do it, um, that project was shut down. So what ended up happening is that was the core was melted, and then, like, sent to the U.S. nuclear facilities where it could be used in the future if we ever do need nuclear assets again.
0: Whack. Okay, cool. Rufus is melted. Yes. Uh, I don't think he's gone, though. <laughs> Rufus will be back someday. Alrighty. That was Alright. a good first half.
1: Let's... And what is your earworm? Is it something equally gruesome? <laughs> yeah, equally
0: gruesome and evil. Welcome to my Keegan's Corner about Crocs. The foam clogs, the cool shoe <laughs> brand. <laughs> the shoes. Shoes. I love Crocs. they Are so cool. So I wanted to look into the history of Crocs a little bit. And if there's not a lot.
1: Hey Crocs, if you want to send us anything, we oh would yeah, we pose
0: shoot Croc. I would love. I would love it. You do brand stuff all the time. Get at us. I'll wear your. I'll wear Crocs. I'll advertise for you. Anyway, so Crocs are cool. The company was founded in 2002 by a crocodile no i don't uh uh samuel thompson was the creator of them uh current ceo is andrew reese of the crocs company uh but yeah they founded in 2002 that was 20 years ago um pretty cool they got A lot of just information about like their revenue and history, like how much they're worth as a company and stuff. But I don't care about that.
1: I bet it's worth a lot of money. I don't really care to know the number. I have a pair of Crocs my own. Yeah, Uh,
0: yeah. So I was looking into the history of Crocs a bit of like why these shoes are what they are. And yeah, why
1: would they make a shoe with holes in it?
0: Uh, so they started off for fishermen. They were boating shoes to be used as. Because uh, if you throw, if you notice, if you throw a crock in a pool of water, it floats. So the idea was they're comfortable, easy to wear shoes with good grip that you can wear on a boat. And if you fall in the water and lose your shoe, then your shoe will float at least to, sh- sh- so you can like have a chance to get it back.
1: That's nice, yeah. And I've worn some of my crocs here in the winter when it's really icy, and I usually don't have an issue with slipping. So okay, that tracks. Yeah.
0: So they're just really soft. Um, like I said, soft and comfortable shoes made out of, like, a foam. They were inspired by clogs, which are the wooden shoes from uh, Holland that uh, people would wear on their feet. <laughs> um, so just nice, sturdy slippers, You have a pair basically. of baby
1: clogs, don't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I have a pair of baby clogs um, back at my parents' house. Uh, they're very cute. I tippity-tap danced in a...
1: <laughs> they're so tiny, it's weird to think that humans grew <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, But crocs themselves are super cool. I have
0: two pairs. I have a summer pair and a winter pair. They're just lined with wool on the inside. Very soft, very cool. the only other big thing I found about Crocs, besides them teaming up with brands recently, such as um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch teamed up with them to get... Um, There's a cinna- cinnamon... Oh,
1: there is! Cinnamon That's Toast, right. Croc- we cinnamon almost Toast Crocs. We ordered it. It was like 100
0: A <laughs> $120 with shipping and handling. They looked really cool, though. They were like milk with brown swirls on them to like look like cinnamon swirls on them and then they had like sparkles in them to represent like the cinna dust that's on cinnamon toast crunch so like they look pretty stylish and cool and the reason for their popularity nowadays um is they're not worn as much by fishermen and people like that they're worn by like cool kids yeah cool kids high school students who just think they're great colorful comfy shoes to wear during the school day which is correct that's why i wear them to campus all the time
1: and they have the cute little you can add like little Mm -hmm. like charms to crocs right yes
0: they're little oh i forget the name of it but yeah they're essentially little like clip-on charms that you can add on um they get new ones every year that are just part of their collection that rotates it's kind of like collector's items more or less um and yeah they're just really cool shoes i like them a lot Um, The last thing I found, which is kind of a bummer, I guess we could end on, is in around 2008, kids in airports wear Crocs. Um, There were a couple of cases of, in the United States and in Japan, of children's feet because they weren't walking correctly, getting stuck on like an escalator or the moving (gasps) sidewalk. Yeah, and like the Croc would like get pinched and then hurt your foot a bit um, if it didn't go too well. So, they recently, so, like, in 2008, they changed the design to what we now see nowadays with the Crocs, when you notice modern Crocs don't really have any loose bits at all. Like, it's very hard for these shoes to get caught anywhere or be an issue for you, which is the, the point of them, is comfort, easy to wear, easy to slide on and off. Don't get in the way.
1: Well, I don't want us to end on, like, two kind of bad things um so while you were talking I was looking up because I know that there are like Crocs collaborations yeah and Crocs did a collaboration with Balenciaga in 2018 to make like um you know you know those boots that are like really tall at the bottom they have like the high they're not high heels but you know like combat boots where it's just really big at the base yeah they have those oh yeah (laughs) it's pink yeah (laughs) Crocs
0: definitely when they go all they go all out when they light up to do brands and stuff with people, um, and they come in all shapes and sizes, so there's like the normal Crocs, which you probably are thinking of in your mind, there's the winter ones, which just have the wool on the inside, there are um, different versions of them, you have some that are, that was a gift to you, that have like um, snow-resistant yeah. fabric going up your shin, so it's like you're wearing socks with those winter boots, Um, With those winter Crocs, there's the ones you showed us with, like, the combat boot bottoms. There's also another one with stilettos. You can get stiletto-style Crocs with a huge high heel in the back.
1: They also have turf Crocs, where the Crocs are made with, like, artificial grass in it and outside of it. Yeah. Apparently those are, like, some of the most comfortable Crocs. Yes!
0: Fantastic! Crocs, good shoes, good comfort. And I think that's it for this week. (laughs) Just Crocs. They're good. Um,
1: Crocs are fun, and don't go near anything radioactive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, stay stay away from Rufus. Uh, Yeah, so I think we're going to call it there this week. Thank you all for listening. Um, If you guys are interested in following our uh, new shows, you guys can do that at friendsffa.com. That's where we post everything. Um, This upcoming August, I believe, we are going to be beginning our tabletop role-playing podcast once more. And another other news... Um, we'll
1: be doing that in September, September because we don't get the books until August.
0: Yes, in September. Thank you uh, for that. And then um, one more thing. Ill Will now is... Uh, published, you guys can listen to the first two episodes currently, and the day you're listening to this, the following Wednesday, you will be able to listen to episode three, I believe. Yes,
1: and ill will um, schedule, is that will release every two weeks.
0: Yes, so every two weeks, or week when can... I feel like yeah.
1: it. <laughs> so if you're wondering why, like, hey, why isn't there an episode this week or anything, it is an every other week podcast, about two or three episodes a month.
0: Yes. Uh, I and think...
1: I think we've covered all our bases. All right, Wait.
0: until next time, everybody. <gasps> bye bye.